Do you love traveling through time and space? Then listen to Gallup Radio, a Hoovian podcast, every other Friday, right here on the Journey into Comics Network, journeyintocomics.com. Following the following journey into comics, 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 network, 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 production, production. There was an idea to bring together a group of remarkable people to see if we could become something more. So when they needed us, we could fight the battles. That they never could. The Journey into Comics Network proudly presents to you our loyal patrons, The Road to Infinity War, a podcast event unlike any other. 18 MCU movies, 18 weeks until the Infinity War. Each week, a review from one of our nine network shows. This week's review of Deadpool by Podcastrophy. Enjoy. Okay, let me see here. Um, Notes, okay. Uh, a tale as... Oh, wait. That's that's Beauty and the Beast, my bad. Uh, hey, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Podcastrophy. I'm your amazing host, uh, Pool, dead. Uh, now, you guys are probably wondering, where are Dick and Tyler? Why are they not blessing us with their heritage today? Well, here's the deal. Life kind of got in the way a little bit, and uh, Dick is actually moving into a new home where we're going to get the new Podcastrophy studio. And then Tyler, he was driving. He was traveling very far away. Actually, I'm not even sure where the hell he went. He just went somewhere the fuck away. So here's what happened. Uh, it kind of came up. They they could not record an episode. So they asked me, Deadpool, to fill in. And uh, I was thinking about, like, what could we do? And how could we do something interesting and fun and different? And I thought, what better way for Podcastrophy to pay tribute to me than to have them talk about me? So, folks, without further ado, let's get into it. This is going to be the Infinity War. Uh, re- oh, I'm sorry. I fucked that up. Podfather, please don't shoot me. This is going to be the Road to Infinity War Deadpool Review by one Podcastrophy. We hope you guys enjoy it. It should be a good time. They're going to be talking about me, Deadpool. It should be a great time. Get excited. The Disney and Fox merger is coming soon. And also be sure to check out me in theaters with my best bud, Fred Savage, and Once Upon a Deadpool coming to theaters exclusively December 12th. What's up, everybody? This is Podcastrophy coming at you again on a special edition inside of a special edition. So a little bit of special edition. Special. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, this is the Road to Infinity War, and we're going to talk about Deadpool today. Which is not part of the MCU. Nope. <laughs> this is bonus, bonus content for all you Patreon patrons on Patreon. <laughs> You're so good at this. <laughs> I'm, do- I'm doing this as autistic as I can. It's awesome. So. Oh, that's my autism. Oh, I thought you were going to screech. I don't. I can't screech. But uh, so, Deadpool. When it first came out, big controversy. First rated R superhero movie. Mm-hmm. Fans were ready and not ready for that at the same time. Can can I can I just steal this from you and be like, let's let's go a step further. Go ahead. Let's go. Let's go further back to the test footage. Go ahead. Do you remember that? Vaguely. Do you remember the test footage? I vaguely remember it. it. It's literally the opening scene of Dead of the movie. Okay. Where it, but it's all CGI and it's actually Ryan Reynolds in a mocap suit and uh like the, it it got leaked. And then Okay, I remember that now. It got leaked and then Fox actually put out <laughs> Oh yeah. Easy there, fella. Ugh. 
then Fox actually like released it, and they're like, "Hey, so," and which is typical, pretty typical of anything that leaks. It's right. like, well, we planned this. Yeah. So. Yeah, that that was awesome. That 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 hyped me up so much. I was like, "Holy shit, is this real?" And then I found out it was test footage, and it wasn't real. But it was definitely. I, I did find out that it was Ryan Reynolds actually voicing Deadpool, and I'm like, "This would be so perfect." Why is this not a thing? Well, we as fans, a, a you know, just a Deadpool cameo is something that I've wanted for a long time, and never did I think. You know, as a fan or somebody who considers myself above average as far as being able to review and critique movies mm-hmm. and, you know, what is feasible, what's not feasible from the movie studio standpoint. And uh, I never, especially, you know, I, I've always agreed that Ryan Reynolds is the dude that should play Deadpool. Yeah. No one else should play Deadpool. And then we get uh, two terrible movies, X-Men Origins Wolverine. Yes. And we get to see uh, Deadpool himself for the first time. And that, that is... Too- we see Wade Wilson. We see We Deadpool. did not see Deadpool. Well... We saw Weapon 11. Okay. That was supposed to be Deadpool. That yeah. was their, They was, called him The Deadpool. That was, that, that was their plan, and... That was terrible, and then you know there's complete the complete garbage. There's the whole uh, Green Lantern flop, yeah, which is even worse mm-hmm. than Origins Wolverine. So, and you know both of these problems—that's what they're called. They're not movies; they're problems, right? They, they're they they they, ugh, they both get these problems both get addressed in Deadpool, right? <laughs> like right from the get go, you see. Uh, um in the in the opening credits where it's it's showing like the stop the paused animation of like all the shit that's going on mm-hmm. in the opening sequence but you also get the the credits of like a really big douchebag yep. uh, a british starring a, a british villain and then like a, a re- some really bad cgi and it has the green lantern trading card <laughs> with Ryan Reynolds mm-hmm. and then later on you get um Oh, when things go really bad, and then it, it, so it shows the falling action figure of uh, Weapon Eleven, mm-hmm. uh, Origins, Deadpool, and it's like, okay, not that bad. <laughs> those those two movies were so bad, and you know, up even it's it's even it's it's hard to to like formulate it because you know I was so excited to see origins wolverine and i was so excited just to get more more of the x-men and and you know i'm not a big origin story guy i was excited for that movie i went to see it in theaters and uh that movie was so bad and then you know you get to see ryan reynolds as uh wade wilson and it's like man this this he he's got the mouth yeah you know he's the merc with the mouth this He's the merc with the mouth. This is uh, this is this is good. I like this. Mm-hmm. And then uh, then it just became shit. The rest of the movie. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, surely after this, they they won't. They're they're done with it. They've they've fell on their face and they they made Deadpool so bad that we're not gonna get anything else. You know, mm-hmm. they'll, they'll be so afraid to touch it that they won't go back. And then they do. Yeah. And it's fucking awesome. And, and it's all because of that test footage. Right. Which, that test footage got the fans super excited. And they're like, and they're like, make this happen. Make this fucking happen. And that's really cool because look at how many times in any form of media entertainment when... We should be, you know, fans cry out for something and then it never happens. Mm-hmm. So it's really cool that basically through sheer will and determination, the fans made Deadpool happen. Yeah. Because otherwise, that would have been the only major thing that we had was watching Weapon 11 teleport around and do stupid shit. <laughs> 
against Wolverine with swords for arms. Yeah, ad- adamantium katana arms. Yeah, that would have been all we had. And uh, Cyclops lasers. And teleportation. And teleportation and healing factor. Yep. And, uh, uh, uh. There were some other things he was able to do too, but I can't really remember. Because he had, he had several different uh, mutant powers. Anyway, let's go to the let's go to the good movie. Yeah, so let's go to the, the let's talk about the thing good we're here movie. for. <laughs> Deadpool, fucking awesome. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about the room. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, Deadpool, awesome from start to finish. Like start with the opening credits with all the little like punches at the people and mm-hmm. and uh, just hilarious. Um, the, the all the fourth wall breaking. Well, and that that specifically is something that's really awesome because you you know, I talk a lot about how Disney or Fox or anybody don't truly nail what a superhero character really is in the comics. Mm-hmm. They fucking nailed Deadpool. Oh yeah. With all the fourth wall breaking that he does and, and that, the type of shit that he says. A lot of that, I, I, it was so much Ryan Reynolds. Oh, absolutely. He, he championed that, and you know he made he made that movie successful mm-hmm. on a forty million dollar budget, super low budget, which some of that budget was his own money. Really? Yeah, if I remember right, he he contributed some of the money for the production value of that. Interesting. Let me pull it up just to make sure I'm not making this up. But, uh... So, I've I've talked a little bit on the last review that we did, and I talk about it a lot on Podcastrophy. How do you feel about the cast of Deadpool? Uh, I really enjoyed it. Uh, Ed Scrain did a really good job as uh, Ajax. I, I don't... I. As a person who's never read a Deadpool comic, but being a giant fan, uh, I knew about Ajax, but I didn't know that much about him. So uh, his portrayal of Ajax, not really sure. I enjoyed him in the movie, so uh, there's that. Uh, Colossus, whoever they got to play Colossus, awesome job okay. making Boy Scout Russian. I want to I want to talk about that a little bit because you know we get Colossus um, as like a late teens early 20s man in x2 in x2 and it's very underwhelming you know colossus is this super strong super pivotal part of the x-men and he doesn't do shit i don't even i don't even know that he has any dialogue in x2 i don't think he did but all he really did was um go all colossus-y and uh deflect some bullets and save some kids right some students but, you know, as a fan, seeing Colossus like that, it's like, oh my god, he should be doing so much more. And then the amount of comedy that he brings to Deadpool <laughs> is just fucking fantastic. <laughs> well, it's always it's always great pairing, like, those super serious, like, like virtuistic characters with, with Deadpool, <laughs> who's just gonna, who's just gonna totally feed off of that, like goody two-shoes mentality right or that goody two-shoes spirit that like like say cable or well, i don't know much about cable but he in from the deadpool game cable's not a goody two-shoes dude no but from the game he was super serious like yep, I, he is and so so to, and it's always fun watching deadpool like just be the the complete antithesis of that right and not he's not evil but like He's just, he just goes against anything that's like... Well, he's an anti-hero. Yeah, exactly. He's supposed to be that way. Yeah. That's why all of my favorite character, or most of my favorite characters in the MCU are anti-heroes. That's mm-hmm. why I like the Guardians so much. That's why I like Deadpool. Um, lost my train of thought there for a second. That's why I like the Punisher. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Venom. Is a big, you know, he's a villain and then an anti-hero and then a villain and then an anti-hero. Yeah. You know, he goes back and forth. That's why I love those characters so much because it's not sunshine and rainbows coming out of your ass all the time. It's, 
you know, I'm I'm a super powerful dude, and sometimes I'm gonna have to hurt some people, or not necessarily do the mm-hmm. the the super you know paragon of civilization type thing to get shit done. Because sometimes shit just needs to get done. Yes, and that's what Deadpool's there for to do it with some style and some panache. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, what do you think about T.J. Miller? Oh, as I, Weasel. I okay. First of all. When it's for a lot of his scenes, they weren't that they weren't as funny as they could have been. But when it comes down to like the the whole scene where he's like, "Oh wow, you look like a you look like a a, a topographical map of Utah face was face fucked by Freddy Krueger or mm-hmm. whatever," and then you look like a an avocado fucked an an older uglier avocado. <laughs> <laughs> just the blooper reel on that alone, where he was just saying shit over like just continuously saying shit and they were just picking and choosing what yep. to use but that that's just gold i per, i personally think i love I, I tj love, miller same. as a comedian i love him too he's fucking hilarious you know you want to we talked about improv with chris pratt tj miller is a guy that can walk into a room oh yeah and you can be like i want you to go on and talk for 15 minutes about tangerines and he will say the most fucked up hilarious mm-hmm. shit about anything at the drop of a hat. Uh-huh. And you know, you watch you can watch dozens of uh interviews with him and he is the he's the same in every single yep. one of them. He just talks and whatever he says is just hilarious. Yep. It's not it's not like he, he doesn't act. He doesn't act and he doesn't need to. Yeah, he's done a really good job of just portraying himself much like Chris Pratt. Maybe even a little bit better than Chris Pratt on the comedy side. He definitely doesn't have the ability for seriousness and drama, I don't think. I like that his character wasn't forced down your throat the whole movie. No, it wasn't. Because he's supposed to be a sporting character. You don't need to see Weasel all the time. No. And, you know, all the scenes of him in the bar. (laughs) Hey, that guy was over there asking for you. You should talk to him to further further the plot. (laughs) Yeah. It's shit like that. It's that, like, wow, so Deadpool's not the only person breaking the fourth wall yep. here. That's that's great. Which just, you know, it fits with the whole Deadpool mm-hmm. theme. Um, you know, you talked about Ed Screen. 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 What do you think about uh, Gina Carano as Angel Dust? She was, she was the cool henchman. Cool. I think she's hot myself. Yeah. I'll, I'll take her over Ronda Rousey in the hotness department. Yeah, me too. Definitely. What did you think about her dialogue? All like 15 lines. I was lines. about to say all three things. Um, no, there was like 15 lines of dialogue. She, I like she, how, she I made like, for good good uh, fodder for uh, Ryan Reynolds to feed off of. Like, uh, What was that? Something about Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> <laughs> I know the line you're talking yeah. about. I don't remember exactly what it is. With a less attractive Rosie O'Donnell, or something. You're gonna leave me here alone with something, Rosie O'Donnell. I think it's less attractive, Rosie O'Donnell. Yeah. Um. I agree with you. I like that all of her dialogue was just um, basically a springboard for Deadpool and Ryan Reynolds to jump off of. Mm-hmm. Um. I like that her dialogue was, like you said, you know, she played a really good henchman. All of her dialogue was typical, really cheesy, corny henchman shit. Mm -hmm. And that fit really well. So in this movie, we get get a lot of current day, which all takes place mostly on this highway, Mm -hmm. this, this, this freeway. Yep. And then you also go back to where, to before he was Deadpool and... What everything that led up to him getting uh, the the super healing factor and all this shit, and um, so where do we want to start on that? Do we even want to comment on the actual story of all that? Or uh, so our main man Wade Wilson gets some cancer. Yes, gets all the cancer. L cancer, as L- he puts it. Yep, L cancer and the cure for. Then he eventually gets the cure for L cancer. He gets uh, but before he gets L cancer, he does a lot of fucking. Oh yeah, there's a whole there's a whole montage of every holiday fucking. Yep. Uh, speaking of that, 
I wanted to hit one more person before we... Miranda Baccarin? Yep. What do you think about her as his love interest? Mm. Juicy. As as bruised with dudes would put it. Mm. Juicy. Cameron also says that. It's, it's very much uh, the beasts. You know, we had an event take place this weekend that we will forever refer to as the thickening. <laughs> um, I'm not going to get into that, but uh, it was very Deadpool... Every holiday fucking esque. So just in my <laughs> mind, that's how I'm gonna play it out. That's okay. Um, see, and that, it just goes along with the theme of Deadpool. Nothing, none of that felt forced. No, it wasn't like oh, a gratuitous sex scene. You know, what do you know? Modern, modern cinema. It was like hell yeah. It was a sex scene, and then they made fun of it because it was just constant sex scene. Yep, like that. I put that almost on par with Team America's the like, puppet scene, the puppet sex scene. <laughs> I like how I that, say the puppet just, scene like there was only was, one. <laughs> the whole movie was a puppet scene. Tyler. Literally, God damn it! I know. Um, but no, it's just like this super gratuitous and over the top sex scene. <laughs> well, and you know, you get uh, you get the stuff about Voltron and how obsessed yes. they are with Voltron, and it's like if you. <laughs> If you get five of these rings, you can make a bigger Voltron. I don't know. Uh, Space fighting robots, man. Yeah. You'd think I would have a lot more to say about... In ter- you'd, I'd be able to quote this a lot better considering, one, I've watched it a few times recently. And I've watched it time and time and time and time again over the last It's been years. a while since I've watched it. Part of the reason I love Deadpool, this iteration so much, separate from all of my comic book hijinks when I was a kid. My wife really enjoyed this movie. And, uh, you know, she likes all the nerdy shit that I get into, too. But as far as superhero movies, you know, we go watch one. She watches it because I'm watching it. Mm -hmm. And then we move on. Like, she watched Deadpool with me. And then we were at Walmart, like, the following day or the next couple days. And we were walking through the men's section just to get back to the electronics. I had to get an SD card or something. And she's like, oh, my God, there's a Deadpool shirt. I have to have it. So I bought her a Deadpool shirt, and she wears the hell out of that thing. <laughs> so, you know, it's it's just it's cool that she found, she found a superhero that I can now talk to her about. Yeah. And, and, you know, we can enjoy watching the movie together. Because she's actually taken an interest in the superhero or mm-hmm. anti-hero, however you want to say it. But, uh, you know, Miranda and I, we share that. We share Deadpool as well because, you know, the first night I met Miranda, we watched Deadpool. Or well, I, I watched Deadpool and she was hunched over drunk. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we all have those days. Oh, yeah. But uh, so we, we go from gratuitous sex scenes, which to are L, to awesome, L cancer. To L cancer. And then... Uh, Rather than spend a bunch of money on cancer treatment, he just gives up. He, he just he gives up. He doesn't give up. He just like at first he gives up. Well, yeah, but I don't know. Like at first he gives. Well, I wouldn't even call it giving up. He's just like, I don't want to put you through that. It's not giving up. It's just being noble, I guess. Yeah, He's, I guess he wants to just up and leave. And well, he. So that's when that's when the whole. Um, Hey, you should go talk to that guy to further. It might further the plot. And he, what does he call him? He 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 makes a bunch of pedophile jokes with him. Yep. Uh, hey, oh, Jared from Subway. <laughs> That's the way he calls him. He keeps keeps calling him Jared. And then there's the um, the newspaper ad, mm-hmm. which advertises the become a mutant, you know, type thing. And then he goes and. Uh, Goes through a lot of shit to become mutant. Yes, and that's where we learn um, Ajax's name, Francis. Francis. And uh, but yeah, he uh, he becomes a mutant, and uh, they to so they decide to leave him in that oxygen, that hype, that it's, a, it's some kind of chamber. It's a oxygen, the de- oxygen deprivation chamber essentially. Mm-hmm. And, uh, the, so that's how they trigger his mutant, his dormant mutant genes. Yep. And 
after he's he he goes through his change, uh, they discover him and they're like, all right, well, you're gonna stay in there for a little while longer because of his mouth. Because yeah, and he's uh, pissing Francis off. He pissed Francis off, and so he he they leave him in there, and so somehow he he manages to get a match off of Gina Carano and uh, Angel Dust, and somehow lights it. Uh, throws it into the the, the sh- part that shoots out the oxygen, just enough to keep him alive, you know, and it causes an explosion because pure oxygen is extremely yes. flammable. Yes, so the whole place is on fire and all that. Uh, Mr. Francis comes down, and then they fight while he's butt ass naked. While he's butt ass naked, we got to see some uh, very explicit Ryan Reynolds uh, gooch. Yes, we Go- did gooch and uh, behind the balls. A bit, um, and then that's when we get the line. After afterwards, after the whole place burns down and he he's crawling out of the ashes, that's when we get the line of, uh, "I didn't just get the cancer or the cure to L cancer. I got the cure to L everything." Yep. And then fast forward to present day, and uh, we got that whole scene. Or earlier, we got the whole scene where he's literally counting down the bullets in his in his gun. He's like, "Oh shit! I forgot all my extra ammo." So he's just I guess I'll I guess you all have to share. And we get all those lines like, What? <laughs> what? Uh we get that. We get the whole like I'm he asked like about his why he wears a red suit so the bad guys can't see him bleed. Uh this guy had the right idea. He wore the brown pants. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then uh well, what what about that whole the whole taxi scene up until that point? Oh, uh, with Joe Pender? With Joe Pender. Joe Pender? That's what I'm. That's what I'm gonna say. It. Joe Pender. Joe Pender. Any relation to Joe? Probably. <laughs> They're very similar yeah, type people. The, the Joe Pender scene was hilarious because he's like, "Oh, I didn't. I didn't." He asked for. He tells him how much the 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 fare was, and he's like, "Yep, I didn't bring a wallet. Ruins the lines in the suit." Yep. <laughs> High five. <laughs> um. Yeah. Um, well, there's the whole like heart to heart where he's talking to Mr. Pender about his love interest mm-hmm. and what he should do, how he should handle that situation. Mm-hmm. And then fast forward in the movie and she's in the back of his trunk. No, his brother, his. That, that's his, what I meant. His brother or cousin. It's his cousin, his handsome cousin. Yes. He's in the trunk, kidnapped, mm-hmm. following the advice of Deadpool. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. So, and we get introduced to uh, Super Negasonic Teenage Warhead. Lackluster to me. Yeah, yeah. And they, they make fun of that. Deadpool makes fun of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the fact, oh, you're, what do you know, a moody teen. Yep. Always texting. Um, she calls him old. Yeah. A lot. Yes. We also got this super amazing line. Uh, someone mentions the professor, and he's like, "Which one, McAvoy or Stu- or Stewart?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I I absolutely love that. Uh, they get to the they get to the the, the X mansion, and like it's almost like they're like, "Oh, what? There's only two of you here." It's almost like the studio couldn't afford more X Men. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all these little punching, all these little punches at the X Men. It's like, oh, this this place blows up every few years, and <laughs> Yeah. All the um excuse me. All the dialogue. Oh, I don't know how that got moved. <laughs> it's the it's the mic cable and it's probably on there loose. <laughs> all the uh all the dialogue that uh takes place out of combat, I guess, or all the major stuff when they're just basically shit talking each other at the yes. mansion. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. I could just watch an entire movie of that because oh, it's fucking here. hilarious. Um, then we get an awesome combat scene on the bridge. Mm-hmm. You know, Deadpool's cutting people in half and shooting people in the face and getting the shit shot out of him. Mm-hmm. He gets handcuffed to a bridge, cuts his arm off, comes back with a nub. Yeah, his home his home's life scene 
was pretty good with uh, <laughs> Al, Blind Al. They're putting together the IKEA furniture. She no, she was already she That's already what I'm put saying. it together. Yeah, and it just falls. And then they have this entire conversation about IKEA and the Hoodall and mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's just it's so Deadpool because it's like this has nothing to do with anything. But absolutely fucking but they're, nothing. They're doing it. Uh, then you get the. <laughs> <laughs> the, the tiny hand scene. And, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Is, is that a baby hand? <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, you'll remember you'll remember Al from earlier, and it's like, I miss cocaine. <laughs> <She's>, <laughs> I miss cocaine. Fucking old ladies. Um but rewind again. We're we're hopping all over the place, but rewind As it should be. Rewind after he gets the cure to L everything. Uh, I like s- how you keep saying it that way. I'm always going to say it that way now, uh, in in terms of this. Uh, so we get this we get this montage of him going after people, mm-hmm. looking for Francis, and every person he he just tackles or chases after. He's like, "Where's Francis?" And it's like none of none of these henchmen are going to know who the hell he's talking about. Which is hilarious to me because he's Ajax. He's not Francis. He, he's Ajax to everybody else, but. But he's calling him Francis, so even like there's no way any, it's completely futile, futile for him to be saying where's Francis. But he keeps doing it because it's it's just funny that way, right? <laughs> it, it makes for, and I don't know if anybody ever picked up on that. No, I I can honestly say the first time I watched the movie, I I didn't. I think the I think by the third I was person, just I was just focused on what he was doing, not yeah, what he was saying. I think by like the third or fourth person, I I realized I'm like, wait a minute, n- n- none of them are gonna know who he's talking about, so they're basically dying for no reason, right? <laughs> it's just a cool fucking kill, well, they're bad kill montage, dudes, so not yeah, not and totally not. You, you get the the famous fucking you're gonna die by. You're gonna get killed by a Zamboni <laughs> in five minutes. Ah! <laughs> I love that scene. I, I can nerd out about this movie and just quote it. Quote away. Uh, I've been trying. I've been failing. Well, then don't talk yourself. Don't hype yourself up if you can't do it. You're right. I'm always right. But uh... where's Stan Lee? Stanley's in a strip club. Yep. The he, strip club scene. He, he is he is the announcer. He is the the girl announcer in yep. the strip club scene. And he he announces chastity. <laughs> According to Stanley, that is the one cameo that he regrets. Really? Yep. I've actually got the article pulled up. I'll uh, read it real quick. I did have the article pulled up. <laughs> I will have it pulled up in just a moment. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So, yeah, that that's the scene where um, Ryan Reynolds, uh, Wade, decides to go after his love and, you know, show, tell her that, hey, he's still alive and, hey, you're in danger and all this shit. And he brings Weasel with him. Uh, and then he, Weasel's, like, trying to talk him up and being like, hey, dude, just fucking do it. Cause just up, do it. Because up until then, like, he was too, he was too afraid, like, she would, she would reject him. All right, here is what Stanley said. This article was written May 30th of 2016. Mm-hmm. During a recent interview at Megacon, blah, 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 told the crowd that all wasn't as it seemed when he appeared in Deadpool. In the film, Lee appears as a DJ at a strip club. The film is rated R, partially for the nudity in that scene. And here's what he says. I don't know if I should tell you the truth about that cameo. It will kill all your fun, said Lee. I was not in the topless dancing place. I did that in a studio, and then they put that into the movie. And I'm damn mad about that. He continued, I made them promise on the next one I'm going to be right there. Lee has had a cameo in numerous films, blah, blah, blah. So basically... Stanley, he's not mad about the. He's the, not the mad content. about the scene. He's mad that he didn't get to see some titties. <laughs> that is why Stanley is mad. Because he got he got locked in the closet with a microphone. 
Yeah. And he wasn't in that strip club looking at some titties. <laughs> Stanley never ceases to amaze me. Well, I, I was definitely thinking it was going to be more like he was mad. That's that, why I that's why I said it the yeah, way that I did. I'm glad. That that that's great. That's fine. He is an great. old ass man. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, sometime in the next few years, maybe decade, we're going to lose Stanley. But always remember this, that he's pissed off about one of his cameos. Because he didn't, because he didn't get to see some titties. <laughs> thumbs up to you, Stanley, yeah, for that. Thumbs up to you, dude. So after the Stanley cameo, we get uh, Deadpool running off to save his the love of his life mm-hmm. with his Voltron Dakota rings and the whole shebang. Yep. And uh How do you, how do you feel about the I'll say the last twenty minutes of the movie? Oh, it's awesome because you get a cameo from uh, Hydra Bob. Yep. Which they couldn't call him Hydra Bob at, due to uh, licensing as MCU owns the rights to Hydra. Correct. So instead we just get Bob, <laughs> which is great. How many people do you think picked up on that? Uh, I know at least one, and that's my old roommate, Nick Torres. Uh, he he picked up on that rather quick, and he, he made a mention to me about it, and I was like, yeah. That's that's Hydra Bob. Mm-hmm. And and they they not only not only did they get the the Bob cameo, but they also went they also brought an Easter egg from earlier in the movie back where he's like, oh, "T.J. Friday's down in Jacksonville," and they're like, so they they brought that up. Yep. Um, it's like I haven't seen you since Jacksonville. Yeah, and then he just knocks him out. <laughs> and uh, Ajax is like, "What's my name?" And he's like. Oh, I'm gonna fucking spell it for you, and then he actually he he lines all the bodies from everybody he just killed, and he spells out Francis. Mm-hmm. It's fucking fantastic. So one one thing that I don't like about that sequence of events is Colossus gets the shit kicked out of him. Yes, that that should not have happened. No, at all. Colossus should have beat her to death. <laughs> Even Goody Two Shoe Colossus, as mm-hmm. he's portrayed in this movie, mm-hmm. would have beat her to death, and she kicked the shit out of him. Yeah. So cool looking. Or it was a it was a very well choreographed fight scene. Mm-hmm. The whole thing, you yeah. know, Deadpool, uh, Negasonic Teenage Warhead was badass. Colossus was a bitch and got the shit kicked out of him. Yes. But it, I mean, I mean it, it was all a cool sequence of events. And then later we get um, the the fight on the helicarrier, which is is weird to have a helicarrier because once again, that's part of the MCU. Correct. But they couldn't have Hydra. Either way, whatever details doesn't matter. Um, so we get we get to the point where uh, Ajax Francis is basically on his death. He's on his last breath. And Deadpool's got got the gun on him, and he's just—it's the only gun he managed to bring because he left all of his guns and ammo in Dopender's taxi. Yep. Um, but so he's he's got this gun aimed at him, and uh, he's like, "Give me the cure." You said AJ is like, "I don't have a fucking cure." Fuck off. And there so, never was a cure. And so he's just going on and going on. He's like, "You just told me the one thing that was keeping you alive." It's like that. That you suck at this, and he just shoots him. Yep, <laughs> and he shoots the shit. Oh wait, no, he was going to shoot him, and then Colossus stops him, and he's like, "It's not, it's not the things that you do to make you a hero that makes you a hero. Some of the sometimes it's things you don't do, and or some shit like that." He goes on a fucking long speech, and then in the middle of the speech, he just Deadpool just shoots him in the fucking face. <laughs> it's just, yep. Yes. <laughs> Hell yeah. And then, uh, and then Colossus throws up. He vomits, <laughs> like, like he can't. Like he's just so sickened with this. On one side of the coin, I really like seeing Colossus be like this, and then at the same time, it's like you're a giant fucking Russian man. Mm-hmm. Grow the fuck up. Yes, you beat people to death <laughs> with your hands. They're metal. Um, so then we finally get the, the, the meeting of Wade, Wade Deadpool Wilson 
I like how you made Deadpool his middle name. Yes. Wade Poole Wilson. Ooh. Mr. Poole. <laughs> there you go. Uh, and and I can't. What was her name? The love interest. Yeah. I just had it. Morena. We are so bad. We're, we're terrible. Everything. Right now. It's been a it's been a long day for me. So me I don't, too. I don't, yeah. Copycat. Oh. That's what she's listed as in the film. What? Copycat. Really? Mm-hmm. What was her real, like, her... Give me a second, and I'll get you That's there. That's weird. I don't remember. Well, I remember her being eventually becoming something, and it's probably copycat, but... Vanessa. Vanessa. Yeah, so they finally they finally meet meet with each other, and she, re- she knows it's him from the fight, you know, and... Uh, she tells him to take off the mask, and he takes off the mask. And what? I didn't realize it the first time I watched it, but he had that, he had that um, magazine cover, <laughs> the, the picture of, and I, I didn't. It realize. was under his mask the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> Supposedly, like he planned this shit out. Like, oh, I'm gonna get reunited with. The, but that's that's straight the up the one human being that I love. That's the fourth and, wall breaking. And I've got a fucking magazine of Hugh Jackman. Yeah, I didn't realize it was Hugh Jackman the first time I saw. Oh, it. I noticed that it was the hair. The uh-huh. hair gave it away. I just, I, and I should have known. I don't know. I didn't even think about but it, who it, it could be. It looked so good. Because it looked, it was so fucking funny because it was like he had the eyes cut out. He had the eyes cut out and the, the you know, like a little slit for the <laughs> mouth. And you know, it's like he took some safety scissors in the cab and like snip, 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 snip. Yeah. And, and you know, put that on under it. But he had to position it perfectly so when he slid his... Well, he stapled it to his face. You're right. <laughs> but still, you know, you slide a mask you slide a mask down over top of it and it's going to crinkle the fuck out of it. Yeah. So I thought that was fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah, so then... Doesn't he say some shit like, don't I look good or something? I, I can't remember. <laughs> oh, fuck. I love this movie. Um, so she's like, yeah, it's going to take some getting used to, but... She she ultimately stays with him. Well, she remembers all that gratuitous fucking. Yes. All the fucking. All the fucking. Oh, and then so roll credits, and we get like all these, all these like crazy animations from that we uh, got earlier in the movie when he was uh, knocked the fuck. We had a sword through his head and knocked the fuck out, basically. Real quick before we wrap this up and roll credits. There's one specific thing that we have not talked about that, that takes place during the entire movie. Careless Whisper. <laughs> so in our, in our Guardians review, we talk a lot about the musical score and all that that, that did for the movie. Mm-hmm. Ryan, or, <laughs> I can't even hardly say it. Wade Wilson and uh, Vanessa have this, like, deep-seated love for Careless Whisper and it's played in very important scenes in the movie. And doesn't he start singing it at the end? Yeah. Yeah. So, not along the same tones as Guardians, but adding to that comedy. Yeah. Watching Deadpool sing Careless Whisper <laughs> after he killed like 70 people is just fucking awesome. <laughs> Very much so. Very much so. So we roll credits. We roll, yeah, we roll the, credits if with I can say careless, roll credits. Roll credits with Careless Whisper playing. Right. Uh, and so we get all these little animations, and then uh, after the credits, we get just the shot of a of a, a wall. This really cheesy, shitty wallpaper, and then out from the doorway pops Ryan Reynolds or not Ryan Reynolds, Deadpool. Full costume Deadpool in in a robe, like a bathrobe. It's uh, supposed to be a a play on Ferris Bueller. Yeah, and he's just he's just like, oh, you're you're still here. It's over. Go home. It's, why? Why are you still here? Go home. Oh, you th- you thought there was going to be something here? You thought there was going to be something? There, there's not. Why yeah, he still- he actually says you're expecting a teaser for Deadpool too. Well, we don't have that kind of money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but he he basically and then he he straight up confirms like oh by by the way we we are we're we're gonna do there is gonna be a Deadpool two and there's Cable so right before that he 
turns to walk away from the camera and he says, what are you expecting? Sam Jackson to show up in an eye patch? Yeah. <laughs> I, for, I had actually forgotten that he said that. Mm-hmm. And then we get the cable. We have no idea, we have no idea who we're going to cast yet, but it could be anyone. We just need a big guy with a flat top. Mel Gibson, Dolph Lundgren, Kira Knightley. She's got yeah, range. He said, said Kira Knightley. I forgot about that. Kira Knight, Knightley. Shit. So what would you give this movie? What would you rate this out of 10? Um, for... So for a couple reasons. One, because it's it's finally following through on something that I've always wanted to see since I was a mm-hmm. kid. Deadpool running around doing anti-hero shit. And how... how Not even anti-hero shit. Deadpool-y shit. Right. Okay, that's a better way to say it. And for how well... Uh, the comedy, you know, I, I was I was very concerned with what a rated R superhero movie was going to be, especially with one of my favorite comic book hero or you know comic book characters, and then uh, they fucking nailed it. So mm-hmm. I would rate Deadpool an eight out of ten. I'm giving it a solid ten. You're giving it a ten out of ten. Yeah, I thought they they knocked it out of the park. For the budget they had, and then and then for to, for Ryan Reynolds just absolutely nailed the character for for the the director Miller I can't remember his first name is one of the Millers um, he I think it's Tim Miller I think so too uh, he we're so bad at he this. managed to just he managed to make this movie a fucking masterpiece I I would rate it higher if it hit more than just fan like fanfare and mm-hmm. comedy for me if there was much like guardians if there was a lot of drama and plot build up and you know a full scope of what a major motion motion picture is supposed to be mm-hmm. i would give it a 10 out of 10 even though that's not it was not what it was supposed to be i think an 8 yeah. is uh not ill deserved by no, any means no it's not uh, the, another reason I give it a 10 is because like, it was a really well-made movie to me. Like the, the flow of the movie, I hadn't seen a, a movie flow the way I wanted it to flow even in a, in a very e- yeah, long time. I, I wouldn't disagree with you there, especially as much as it jumps around, it never feels choppy No, and it doesn't feel like filler. You know, a lot of times when you have movies jumping from time period to time period, and especially like Deadpool, where it jumps from time sequence to time sequence. Like, oh, here's where I'm at. Here's way back to the beginning. Here's where I'm at again. Here's a little bit before that. You know, I a lot of times I don't like movies like that just because it feels like chop and then filler and then chop mm-hmm. and filler and then you'll get a major plot point. And then here's some more filler. Um, I like that Deadpool didn't do that. I like that they did it, but they did it well. Mm-hmm. So, fourth wall break inside of a fourth wall break? That's like 16 walls. Yeah. <laughs> what did you think of the, the suit design? At first, I didn't like it. Really? Um, I fucking love it. See? And I've been desperately trying to find a decent one. I I wasn't happy with how much it looked like a motorcycle jacket. It looked like an entire suit of motorcycle jacket material. It was very glossy in a lot of scenes, and I don't... I I don't know. That's that's just my brain and my eyes not accepting or not noticing something that that in my mind should not be that way. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, comic books... It's a matte colored suit. It is like, uh, I don't want to say spandex, but it is a non-reflective material. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, the whole movie, depending on what direction he's facing and how the light hits his suit, sometimes it'll be really glossy and, you know, almost look like it's wet. Yeah. But I didn't think the suit design was bad. You know, I wouldn't. I'm obviously not cut like Ryan Reynolds, so I couldn't wear that fucking thing. I wouldn't want to wear that thing. Imagine how hot that fucking suit was. Right. 
But uh, I thought they did a good job. Costume design overall for the entire movie was good. Yeah. You know, nothing nothing looked really out of the ordinary. I mean, it looked like a costume that a dude made in his house. Mm-hmm. So that's all I have to say <laughs> about that. Yeah, I love the costume. But back, once again, I give it a 10. Uh, this is actually probably my favorite movie. Out of all of them? Out of everything. Not just MC. Not, oh, not you're saying Marvel. total favorite movie of all yeah, time. Yeah, just because, like, you know, that movie just makes me so fucking happy to watch. Yeah, it's I a, it's so It's such a joy for me to watch that movie. And not just because I'm a Deadpool fan, but just because it's such a funny fucking movie. Right. Like that's that's a movie I'm gonna I'm gonna remember and love for years. You're a movie I'm gonna remember and love for years. I know. Did you just Han Solo me again? Yes. Jesus Christ. It never ends. <laughs> <laughs> well, take us out of here, Tyler. Beam me up. This has been Podcastrophy on Patreon, where we do really cool shit. Yeah. So everybody, (laughs) I was going to say everybody have a little dick day, like me, so they all understand. (laughs) But all you fucking people listening, have a big goddamn dick day. Yee! And we're done. Yeah.